0: Alright, everybody. Welcome back. Another week. Another podcast. After Buckbusters. Let's jump right into it. No earwrape this episode. What a shocker. Shut up, Bobo. (laughs) (laughs) Let's jump right into it. We're going to do news a little bit different. We're going to start with the NHL. You'll see why once we get to our main topic this evening. But otherwise, let's get right into it. Alrighty. So, uh, as of right now, Evgeny Malkin, among active players, has moved into sixth. Place only behind Gets off Kane, Backstrom, Sydney Crosby, and Jumble Joe at 700 career assists. Yeah. So, Big major nice. milestone.
1: Speaking of Evgeny Malkin, he has received a four-game suspension for the cross-check against Mark Borwiski. I believe that's what we talked about that in last week's episode, the tail beginning of last week's episode, um, that his cross has hit on was- him. And we, we all agreed that he should have been suspended. Like we can't, you know, we're all put out by the signs that it was definitely was suspension worthy. Some uh, of us no. I think said eight games. Some of us said four or five, and I believe I was one of them that said only four or five.
0: Even being biased, Walker deserves it. Yeah, yeah 100%. So, yeah, it was like, it was
1: he wasn't thinking. It was was not a smart, not a smart reaction to to the situation that happened. So yeah, a, a well deserved suspension there, which I believe he's only served what two of them. So he's only going to miss two more. Yeah,
2: because he wasn't in yesterday's game against Boston. Yeah.
0: Baskin. No. All right. Um, a little fun fact. There have been a couple of players who have gone on, like, for forever with uh, between uh, with games between hat-tricks. Jordan Stahl currently has uh, the longest amount of games between hat-tricks, or days between hat-tricks. Uh, 4,898 days between them his most recent one came on April tenth of twenty twenty two, the last one prior to that, November eleventh of two thousand and eight.
1: That date, if I'm not mistaken, that was Pittsburgh and Detroit, I think. Cause so I think I remember that game. It was like a, like it's eight set. It was a high scoring like eight. Pittsburgh won like eight seven in overtime. Jordan Saul got the goal that tied it at seven or something like that. But yeah, I, if I that, if I believe that's the, the date that sounds the most familiar, and that's the last time I can. Think or remember Jordan stall getting a hat trick, so I, th- I think that would make the most sense.
3: Yeah, probably uh I'm looking that up <coughs> now.
1: So yeah, moving on then. Officially, the but Bo- we all know that the Boston Bruins are you know hosting the Winter Classic in 2023, and they have announced who their opponent is going to be, and it is yours truly, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Which that's that's gonna be fun I, to see. I was
2: makes, I, I, I kind of saw that. Kind of, um, I kind of saw that coming with since when they Fenway um, bought the Penguins, I kind of saw that coming yeah. with them um, having it, their Winter Classic game at Fenway Park. It's like, it, I
1: mean, Pen- penguins and Bruins—they've always been that non-division rival, rival. Like they've yeah. they've always been at each other's throats, especially I think ever since that twenty thirteen Conference Final ch- series. Is when is when they the rivalry really kicked off and really started really started getting getting itself together.
0: You were right by the way. It was a seven six. Was it when seven six okay. I guess Detroit? So.
3: Yeah, I know. The guys and I were joking around being Penguins fans. we were like, oh, we should get tickets for the Winter Classic next year and just you know go out to Boston for a week and go have fun in. That because like, like, they're Kyle's about eight like, tickets. So. Yeah. And we're still eight months out, and there are, you know, already um, probably a grand with taxes. <laughs> for, one, for one ticket,
1: for one ticket.
3: Yeah, for one ticket. So, yeah, I ain't spending... So all,
1: all four of us, say four or five of us to go, gas included, we'd be spending probably about $5,000. dollars we have to
3: win the lottery yeah.
1: to yeah. be able
0: to afford
3: this. Yeah, or the Mega Millions.
0: Well,
3: that's, never,
0: mind. never mind, no comment. <laughs> um, I know, Still. Alright, uh, we all know the incidents between Ryan Hartman and Evander Kane, who's an official juice bag not to mention. But, um, apparently he was fined several thousand dollars yeah. for flipping off Evander Kane. It was worth it. Yeah. It, was worth it. Yeah. it was. To be able to do so- that to somebody who's... I can't say that on air. I really can't say half the stuff I want to say on air about Evander Kane. <laughs> So, it, I'll right. let you guys film the things at home, but it's worth it, and
3: apparently people
0: are To, pay- to, to
1: <laughs> put it nicely, the P.O.S. that Evander Kane is. Why don't
3: we do this? <laughs> if you guys dislike Evander Kane as much as we do, throw uh, shout us out on, on social media and put every word you want to describe,
1: because y'all won't get in trouble.
0: Yeah, so, and then, a- any donation... <laughs> apparently people have been donating the money to... Uh, to pay off this fine.
1: what I, I just They have raised over forty thousand dollars, and didn't you say like he plans to donate the charity rather than yeah? Using he, he, it to pay the fine he, off. Yeah, his
0: quotes via Twitter were, "I appreciate all the donations, but I'm gonna be paying this fine out of my own wallet. But any money I get via donation would be it will be all going to the." Uh, children's Hospital that's local to the Minnesota Wild.
1: In is, it's Hall. awesome. That's it's really
0: awesome. cool. So, cla- class acts for a class player. So, you fl- flip, flip, a class you team, you flip yeah. somebody
1: off, you get fined, you get donated money, you get donations for a children's hospital. You still got to pay up the fine, which, but it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. To, especially it to was. a Vander Kane, it's worth it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the, Peng- the Penguins, with them clinching the playoffs against the Islanders back on Thursday, uh, they w- will. Going for playoffs for the 16th consecutive year, wow. which is the longest active postseason streak among all teams in the major North American professional sports league. Wow, I said
2: it's hard to believe that my entire life of being a Penguins fan, my entire time of watching hockey, they've made the playoffs every single yeah. year. Maybe you're
1: the good luck charm. Wish, uh, wish our area otters were the same way, but mm, yeah, unfortunately.
3: Okay. <laughs> unfortunately, um little fun fact coming out of Edmonton. Mike Smith, second straight shutout for Oiler in history.
1: Uh, hold on. But, yeah, back that up. From uh,
3: NHL.com. Smith's second straight shutout for Oilers in historic feet. I must have misread that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um... 40-year-old made 39 saves in a 4-0 victory against the Vegas Golden Knights at Rogers Place. His second consecutive shutout and a sixth straight win. Smith became the sixth goalie in NHL history with back-to-back shutouts with age 40 or older. Joining uh, Dominic Hasek, who, who's done it twice. Johnny Bauer, who's done it twice. Marty Brodeur, Dwayne Roloson, and George Hainsworth.
0: Okay. Okay, so that's what you mean by that.
3: Yeah, yeah. I just butchered the beginning of it, that's all. All
0: right, recently the hockey world has obviously suffered a big loss. Uh, New York Islanders defenseman Mike Bossy has passed away at the age of old. Age of old. I'm not doing the math, so. Um. He was like 65. Born, born 65. 50, 64, 65. 65. Yeah, obviously he had his 10th season cut short because of a back injury, called a quits after that, and he had I think 50 goals per season. Yeah. Or he was, he, he was up there for the first 9 seasons yeah. of his career. So
1: you know, this this the special moment that we saw earlier this season uh when the Ducks what or the yeah, the Ducks visited the Tampa Bay Lightning, obviously, you know, Ryan Getzlav just recently uh retirement. announcing his retirement. Got to meet up with his old very long-time teammate Corey Perry, Colin's favorite player of all time. Uh, just, just shared that special moment you know got got to say one last hello slash goodbye you know h- hug it out and you know got, got to share one, their last game together on different teams but got to share the ice one more time which uh, was, that was pr- a pretty special moment yeah because like
2: the day I'm um, during the Tampa Washington game when the day um, Getslaff announced it like he, Perry was kind of I remember he was like a little
1: extremely emotional emotional yeah.
2: like <laughs> trying to talk and same, but he was happy for um, yeah. Ryan
1: and that. Now, fun fact as of April 15th, the amount of time, or the amount of days between Chara's goals for the New York Islanders, 7,762 days between his last goals in Islander when he was with them the first time, and obviously recently joining M. this past off season, finally got his first goal as an Islander just, just earlier this week. That's a long time. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> That's a long time. Almost 8,000 uh, days.
0: So the big two, the, uh, from the 0405 uh the battle between Crosby and Ovechkin, there's only a one-point difference as of right now.
1: And Ovi has the lead? Ovi, Ovi has the
0: lead. Uh, Ovi has 1,406 points. Crosby has 1,405 points. Uh, Crosby has 1,103 games paid, and Ovechkin has 1,270 games paid. Which both of them are still currently playing and still have you know quite a bit of gas left yeah. in them. Mm. Yeah. And Cros- and
1: Crosby's done it in 170 games less. I mean, I've been saying it all along. What does that tell you? But who's, <laughs> the, be- who's the better team player? Who's the better team team player. Again, I have argued this. Cro- I, goal score? It's Ovi. Like that's no question about it. Govi's the better goal score. Yeah, but point score? Crosby's only. Crosby's already. at what? Five oh five, five ten at this point. Yeah. Five five fifteen, right around there. I don't remember how long ago it was that his his fifth hundredth game, fifth hundredth, five hundredth, whatever. But and then you know Ovi's up to what almost eight hundred now, yeah. so. But, but I, I mean it, p- points look, wise.
2: Like we've said last week or or the week before, um, we said, if you look at overall playing, play, playing, who's better, Ovi or Sid? We obviously said Sid. Yeah. I, He's
1: we'll a team see. player. He doesn't take the shot every single time he has a chance, yeah. like Ovi does. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Obviously, if you're Alex and you have the the amount of wrist shot and slap shot power behind you. You're going to take every shot you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Just leave a you know, couple so... welts in the, of a, <laughs> the chest. Yeah. yeah, or you know, rip a hole in the back of the net. Um, or break a couple bones. You know, Crosby's or, much better, a much better playmaker, much yes. better at getting around defenders to get the puck to an open teammate who can yeah. easily put into it in the back in just as easily as he can.
3: Yeah, like you know, I, he goes,
1: well, you know, well, I'm still getting a point out of it. You know, it's not like he's, you know, forfeiting a point. He still gets a, gets an assist on it. Still looks good on his end for his. Yeah, stats on his career.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And with tonight's uh, tonight's recording, uh, the yeah. obviously the Islanders and the Toronto Maple Leafs are playing. Scott Cherry, as as I'm currently officiating his 1,000th NHL game, so uh, hats off, to Scott Jerry. As much as I, we, uh, as much as people might not like you, that's a, uh, <laughs> an accomplishment. So
1: <laughs> very. Um, was this one Sidney Crosby for most career playoff points? He jumps into seventh, just ahead of Brett Hul- Brett Hall. Excuse me, 191 points in 174 playoff games. Just behind Paul Coffey, Yarmer Yager, Glenn Anderson, Yari Curry, Mark Messier, and surprise, surprise, Wayne Gretzky at number one. Just passing, again, Brett Hall, in head of Joe Sackick and Doug Gilmore. Just, well, just that's also
0: playoff points. I mean, we got to yeah. wait for more. But.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's going to be more coming Sydney's way. All right, moving on with your weekly bug injury report. Coming out of Arizona, Christian Fisher and Jacob Chitren were both out for the matchup on Saturday night. Uh, David Pasternak has been moved from day, from week-to-week week status to day-to-day status. Uh, Hampton Lim Home is also still currently out in day-to-day status. Uh, coming out of Colorado, Ryan Murray was out earlier this week. Coming out of Detroit, goaltender Calvin Pickard was out earlier this week, as well as Giovanni Smith was still out from an injury he sustained last week. Ryan Lomberg out of Florida, is out with an undisclosed injury and did not play in today's matchup against the Red Wings. As well as Noel, Noel Achari, with an upper body injury, also did not play in today's matchup. Coming out of Minnesota, Jordan Greenway was out with an upper body injury, has just recently resumed skating. Uh, John Merrill, also out with an upper body injury, and will also remained out in today's lineup against the Sharks. Coming out of the Islanders, goaltender Semyon Varlamov is out. Coming out of Philadelphia, Carter Hart is out um, with a lower body injury, and his availability will be limited for the rest of the season. Big hit here for the Pittsburgh Penguins, Tristan Jari is currently out with a broken bone in his foot, uh, explaining why he is currently in the week-to-week status. So yeah, they recently called up, I think it was Dominguez to come back up and back up now to Smith. So, see how that see how that plays out here for the Penguins. Coming out of Seattle, Jaden Schwartz is in day-to-day status. Out of St. Louis, Nick Letty is in day-to-day status with an eye injury. His says his vision is not very good right now. So that's that's tough.
2: Yeah.
1: I I captain. He's not the team captain though.
2: That's not that's okay.
1: not the joke. <laughs> Uh coming out of Vancouver, uh Niels Hoglander is on the injured reserve and underwent core slash muscle surgery Friday and will not return this season. Bo Horvat is currently out with a lower body injury and will be reevaluated in two weeks after su- suffering an injury in Thursday's matchup against the Coyotes. And yeah, that is all. Pretty short uh injury report week. That's all I got.
0: Uh Jeffy, why don't we uh bump right into the OHL news now?
2: Moving on to the OHL. Um with last night's um, win for the Flint Firebirds, um, New York Rangers prospect Brandon Offman um, becomes the second OHL Joe to hit the 50-goal the, the um, mark this season. So congrats to him. Um, kind of a lot of news with the Mississauga Steelheads. They um, finished the season with 82 points. Um, of the regular in the regular season, which is now a franchise record for them, and then, um, and then another franchise record, Dell um, Mastro, um, holds a, 30, a 34 plus, um, minus time, uh, and then, Bump. Uh, um, James Hardy um, passed Owen Tippett for the most shots on goal in a single season with 289, and he also has the, has the career game-winning goals with 17. Kind of move over to North Bay, Brandon Coe um, got his 100th career point of the season. Uh, and then with two assists on Sunday's, last Sunday's game, Panathemis reached 29, uh, reached 29 of the season, surpassing Vince Dunn's 2013-2014 mark of 20 for the most by a Niagara Ice Dogs rookie in a single season. The former second overall pick in 2020 uh, has 41 points in in 52 games of the season. So, wow! And then then official Sean Reed. Um, Reaches 1,000 career games, um, pl- ref has 872 as a ref, additional two, seven playoff games, 11 OHL championship series, and three Memorial Cups he's officiated. So congrats ben. to Sean Reed for reaching 1,000 games. And then that's all of the OHL milestones of this week. Alright, so,
0: now on to the main topic of the evening. Obviously, we we did this in a little <coughs> different order. Didn't start with the minors, we actually finished with the minors. Um, the reason why is the OHL season ended today, April 17th, Easter Sunday. And some of us are a little are upset, just, uh, are right. upset, disappointed that our otters didn't make it. But after a pull am no, not, piss- not
1: only did we not make it, but one... <laughs> point but that the, too but the loss today 10 to two now and Hamilton rested half their starters and we lost 10 to two I'm gonna be
3: straight honest with you guys Hamilton's winning the cup this year
1: I honestly wouldn't doubt it they, I, they, they they're pretty much an NHL team they, yeah listen, we, we mentioned a couple weeks ago when, when we we, we were speaking NHL. with Brendan Hoffman they have what seven all, eight players all together that are signed to major league contracts right now uh um, Macy McTavish with Anaheim. Um, I think that's that's the only one I know the team that he signed with. There, there's a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot on that that roster that is that is currently signed with major league teams. I, and after, after a game, the Otters game on Friday night against Windsor, beyond be, the best game so far all season, I'd say. I think it was so three three to two overtime victory against Windsor, really really gave us some hope that we actually were gonna have the chance on pulling this out Sunday and making it. And of course, the team we needed to lose this evening, Sarnia, ended up losing. So all we had to do was beat Hamilton, and we'd be in this, that eighth spot. I,
0: or or even force overtime for <coughs> the tiebreaker at a neutral location. But, you know, we choked. And
1: Just a little bit, yeah. It was, I, I knew going I showed up late to the game. I showed up near the end of the third, and it was already 2 to nothing. And as fight. soon as I, yes, end of the first, as soon as I sat down, it was already 2-0. Not even a minute after I sat down, they scored and made it 3 nothing. I was like... Can be a, like after the first period, like okay, you know, rough, rough first period. Let's come out swinging in the second. End of the second, eight to two, <laughs> so, like awesome.
2: <laughs> I kind of going into this game, I knew this was going to be a one of the. Top. I,
1: I knew we were going to lose. I really did not expect us to pull it off.
2: I did I not expect didn't it to
1: be a, an absolute blowout like it was.
2: I didn't expect. Yeah, I didn't expect it. I at least was I think it would have been a lot closer, like one a one or two goal game. But not a block yeah, like
1: Some of the overagers, definitely not a fun last game to be a part of. Yeah. Brendan Hoffman, Brandon Daniel D'Amato, Selen. Brendan Selen, and uh, Brendan Kishnick, who hasn't played all season. But it's just a rough way to go out, man. But like even after the game, I don't know if it was just how bad they lost or just the fact that it was his last game. Even from up in the seats, you could see the emotion getting to Brendan Hoffman. Just you could you could tell just by the you know you could you could tell by looking at somebody's face that they're about to cry or that they're crying even if you don't see tears like you know they're you're mm-hmm. about they're, to lose they're it. On mm. the verge. Yeah. And he he he, he well, you could tell he was balling his eyes out on the inside and that well, it, it was starting to some starting to somewhat come out on the outside.
3: Well, it was all, it's also one of those things when you're with a team for that long and you can't play with the guys that you grew up around. You know, yeah, I mean you'll you'll get lucky if you. Goes to the NHL and gets paired with somebody he played with. You know, look how look look how look at all the eerie guys that are with Chicago,
1: that yeah. were all <laughs> in
3: the same line in Chicago. Like, what kind of magic? Or yeah, magic. Yeah. It's Magique, What man. kind of what kind of magician is that? Where he can just pull you got a card of...
1: to brink it and, and and radishes and over there. Because
3: yeah. they were all in the same line, all in on one line. With at either. one point or another. At one
1: point. For a very short amount of time they were, but yeah. And they all, they all got on a, didn't they all get a point on one goal at one point or whatever? Like, yeah, it was. Strom scored on a feed from Radish and or no, it or only,
0: scored? No, it was only Strom and Debrinket, uh, not Debrinket, Strom and Radish. And then it was a Radish goal from uh, Debrinket. Okay. So, yeah. in Debrinket, uh, not Debrinket, it was Radish's first game in Chicago.
1: Yeah, that was, that was cool. So, got a yeah, point yeah. And Go go going, going back to the Otters game on yeah. Friday night. Like the amount of firepower and the amount of hustle, the amount of effort you saw them putting into Friday's game, you're we like, we're actually going to make a play. We actually want to make the playoffs. Like they actually, you like, could tell have, they like
2: we have a chance. Like, we saying, had
1: a chance. Like I, we had so much confidence walking out of that arena Friday night. The
2: one, the one. They cut. Ca- it kind of got nerve wracking at the very like last ten minutes of third.
1: Kinda. Oh my God. It was... rare and, like my. I don't think me, usually me and Colin were are the obnoxious chirping ones. I think that's the quietest we have been at a game my, all season. Like, I, we like we we were so focused on this my game. My heart
2: was pounding. Yeah.
1: Like Jeffy and I card pulled. Because at that point? Like if we had lost that game and, and especially in regulation, we're like, okay, it's over. So like, once once we hit overtime, we're like okay, we can breathe. We can kind of kind of bring the chirping back a little well, bit because like oh wait we, you know we got, we got a
2: point. We're worth We're, so we're yeah. still we,
1: regardless we're gonna be within two. It,
2: it made me a little nervous when the Otters had to go in the. PK, win that with too many men on the ice. Yeah. That
1: kind of... was a stupid, it's very stupid yeah. move. Well,
2: that kind of... But I... you, you got to realize, I feel like that's like a blessing
0: in disguise. Because if we didn't take that penalty, and we didn't send Brett to the penalty box, to we wouldn't have time. gotten that penalty shot. Yeah. We wouldn't have gotten j- that penalty Because he jumped
1: right out of the penalty box. Yeah. And yeah and and got, got, tripped. got tripped. Yeah,
0: and got trips Got tripped. And then we wouldn't have won that game. Yeah, okay, just she, like the
1: home opener with Brendan Sellens scoring the circle. game winner in... A sh- penalty shot in overtime game,
0: game one of the season same thing happens in game 67 of the second
1: season. to last game of the season say, penalty no. shot in overtime wearing the same jerseys by the way no i lied no, I? No, same
0: jerseys jersey. home opener at the, uh, the 25th anniversary
1: oh no because friday right. night, friday night we were wearing the that's blues right. but that's, right. That's, right. that's i caught myself Eight. last second but regardless pretty much pretty much full circle just pretty, unbelievable man and a pretty
0: similar mm.
1: shot Pretty I yeah, very kind of kinda of did a bunch of moves up to the goalie and then finally deked left last second and, and put it in forehand. I just
2: think what was amazing about it was for the home opener after having not a full season with out hockey in Erie, and just in general in the Ontario hockey league, um, a game like that we had like a rare shootout, um, penalty shot in the, in, the, in overtime. overtime. So then I, com, I come to the final game. Coming down to the last few home games uh, of the season, pushing for the
1: playoffs. Same scenario. It happened in both. Both. Both scenarios ended up being wins. So, I mean, I just want to. Talk I said about like about that, that entire the end, pretty much the entirety of the third period. Me and Colin we were all five uh, of us were dead silent. I, would, like, I'm like, <laughs> I just was like,
2: I was <sighs> like, <sighs> ha- sweatin', like sweating. <laughs>
1: me main Connor were chirping the entire first two periods. The third period, like I don't, I don't think we said a word. At least we didn't scream any any sort of chirps or any any sort of anything.
0: Going, going back to that home opener, like there was almost like a year and a half in between having hockey in area, yep. and as soon as that puck dropped, I I don't think that building got it. Like the last time I heard that building get that, get loud. that loud was the finals run.
1: Yeah.
3: And
0: 17.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. five a five year difference to have that building
2: be that gosh.
0: Because I remember nine.
2: talking to a bunch of people, preseason and up to the home opener, how much how excited people were to have hockey back. A-
0: as bad of a team as Erie is, and as dumb and obnoxious Erie fans are, you do re- you got to realize how like loyal they are, and how much they need yeah, the Otters hockey to be. Able
1: but just yeah. the, the, the amount of like the entirety like we didn't we Friday's game was probably the first game almost all season that the otters played a full 65 minute game of hockey not 60 minutes because obviously this went to over 64 and a half game minute minute game of game hockey minute, huh? yeah game minute. like they were fighting they did not stop moving they did not stop chasing the puck that mm. entire the thing, game
3: the thing that I loved about that overtime. we put up what
1: 42 shots in that game. Compared to Windsor's like twenty three,
3: yeah,
1: quite a bit. We we put up a lot. Windsor's goalie man who got injured what a minute left of the third, yeah. So they it's, kinda, it kind of kind of screwed them over. They put you know put in a, go- a cold goaltender for the final minute of the third and then overtime. You know a cold goaltender had to face a very hot Brett Brissett on a penalty shot. You know, so you know hats off to Windsor man had played a hell of a game and you know obviously hats off to Hamilton who came prepared for today. Erie did not, yeah. so. <laughs> Just the, the the amount of effort seen in Friday compared to today's I don't know what happened I really don't know my um, guess is they partied too hard after their win on Friday night apparently and just had, didn't recover from it because it definitely showed today
3: <laughs> yeah unfortunately
0: alright moving on to the playoffs let's start actually out in the west for the OHL so the first uh, first round matchup that we were hoping to see but well hoping not to see but we're going to be seeing here the Windsor Spitfire hosting the Sarnia Sting. Oh, Windsor got first. Windsor's first. Oh, okay.
1: I thought Flint got first. They're third. They jumped down to third? Yeah. Oh, dang.
0: They they went on like a seven or eight game losing streak there. Did they?
1: Okay. I know, because when we we beat Windsor on... Yeah, that's right, because we beat Windsor out of, what, a 12 game winning streak we snapped for them? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, anyway, like I said, uh, Windsor getting the uh, home ice advantage, Sarnia can go fuck themselves, but... Uh, the Spitfire won 44, 17, 4, and 3 for 95 points. Sarnia won 27, 36, 4, and one for 59 points this season. That's an easy one. Windsor and four. What? Gotta do I, don't I don't think it'll be four. Four. Um, four. I, a, if they go five, the one will be just a tough one. I'm going to be honest.
3: Team. I have Sarnia in
1: seven. No, oh, no. 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 I, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I feel like you're just saying that because it's Windsor. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that. I mean, you got. You can't be biased just because we no. hate Windsor. That's like saying, oh, London's going to get swept because we, just because... No, you can't. Well, and the other thing
3: is we all know that bottom-place team is going to give everything they fucking got.
1: Oh, they have, but against a team like Windsor, that's well, not, you never it's know. not happening. You know, I don't
3: think they're going to get swept, but I don't think they I don't gonna... think they'll
1: get swept either. I think it'll maybe go five, but they, Sarni is not pointing this. Even in I, seven, Sarni is not pointing this. Again,
0: if, if they do go to five, to one is just an unlucky
2: bounce.
1: I will buy a, trouble, star, um, a Sarnia Sting jersey if Sarnia pulls this out.
2: <laughs> I would say I I'm not gonna say sweep, I'm at least gonna say Sarnia's gonna squeak
1: one in. So I'm gonna like, like, like a like a very tough last second overtime loss. Win- kinda, uh, like, kinda, uh, Windsor's kinda, kinda like they just had against Erie.
2: Windsor's gonna win it, but yeah, um, the series, but Sarnia's gonna at least squeak one win in that series.
0: Yeah. Alright, moving on. The second place, London Knights hosting the 7th place Kitchener Rangers. Knights are 38, 22, 5, and 2, and 83 points.
2: That one's wait, gonna...
0: No, it's not London. Uh, it, is... it is London. So this app oh, is some know. sort of messed up. Is it? Yeah, because as of right now, London has 83, the 3rd place Firebirds have 89, and the 4th place Greyhounds have 85.
2: Yeah, cause yeah, for my match
3: for
1: my matchup, I have. Well, let's pause and come back. Let's let's get our, get our notes back back in order here. All right. After uh, after looking this up, we, we yeah. were right. The, the, we we were just confused because London has less points than both Flint and Sault Ste. Marie, but because London won their division, that's why they have the second seed. So we are correct. So yeah, second or first round matchup is London versus Kitchener. Yeah, I London like will host a Kitchener. That's,
2: That's gonna be a great series, yeah. especially since it's a, a division.
1: It'll one. be it'll be tighter than Windsor and Sarnia for sure, but I still think the the higher seed London is gonna take this one. Yeah.
3: In six. In six. I'd six. say
1: in five, five or six I have, one. Five,
3: I have London in five, just to make it interesting. You think five? In five. London's you
1: think Sarnia will beat Windsor in seven, but you think London will beat Kitchener in five? Never know.
3: <laughs> I wanna hit him. I really wanna hit him. <laughs> Here. L- we L- don't need L- sound effects.
2: Yeah, as much as how good London is they are gonna they are gonna win in six against Kitchener
1: yeah f- five or six I, I don't think it's gonna take seven um, I, at the max I think it'll take six
2: <laughs> all right moving on
0: uh, third matchup is the Flint Firebirds hosting the uh, Owen sound attack Firebirds are 42 21 1, and four at 89 points and the attack are 34 26 five and three at 76
3: points. Mm.
1: So, just just based on how Flint played in the second half of the season, I I can honestly see this one being one of the sweeps. Like Flint has just been on an absolute ridiculous tear. Yeah.
0: First I I don't is, see
1: Owen Sound having a standing a chance in this one.
0: The the only thing affecting the Firebirds are is the travel to Owen Sound because Owen Sound's pretty far out there. Yeah. So, that's going to be the only thing that's affecting them. It's gonna be flint all the way, but I'm, going
3: to say yeah. I'm gonna say flint six. Say six. Yeah, I mean honestly, I hearing what Colin said with the travel time. That's I think that's definitely gonna make them. Each team is gonna be a little tired from that, however long bus ride it is, whether it's a three or you know four hour bus ride. Well, oh, they'll, they'll probably have to
1: take a plane. It's gonna be so, it's such a far travel. They might have yeah. to take a plane.
3: Still though, you're you know all that dicking around in the airport the day before, you're exhausted from the airport bo- you know. So it's basically home team wins it.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm going to say Flint and six.
3: Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say Owen and seven. Whoever has the game seven and doesn't have to travel is the one who wins.
1: You think the home team game seven? Which would be Flint.
3: The, I'm going to
1: take Flint. You say and seven. Flint and seven. Yeah, I'm
3: going to take Flint and seven.
1: So, so you're you're pretty much basing it off of travel time. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So it's going to be an over four, a four hour drive via car, but via bus it's going to be five to five
3: and a half.
1: From Flint to. Well, oh, sound.
3: tone That's a long, especially like stopping Irido, Jeez,
1: what's an Irido? Isn't the Irido sound like eight hours? Yeah, it's
3: something like that. It's a
2: literal day a long... drive. That's why we it's, only play yeah, like, irid-o one, sounds like. like twice a
1: year. That's why every time we play them, it's back-to-back. Home, mm. we play two straight at home versus then we'll go to them and play it, two
2: straight there. Via
0: car, it's 515.
1: Oh, it's about the same? Okay.
0: But again, via bus...
3: That's more like six, six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, on a bus, you know, we all point towards, you know, traveling on a bus is like stopping and starting and piss breaks (laughs) and all that fun shit. So, rounded up to a six-hour bus ride. Yeah. I I know, yeah,
0: Sam brought up a good point. Even though there are baffles to the bus, rule number one, no number two on the
1: bus. No number two.
0: No no business on a bus. Because guess what? you got to live with it for the next X amount of days. If we're stopping... We're stopping at a bath, an actual restaurant <laughs> with good yeah. plumbing.
3: Hi, right, welcome <laughs> to McDonald's. How can we help you? Can we take a
0: shit? All right, and then final matchup out in the West. Uh, the Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds hosting the Guelph Storm. Sioux St. Marie being 39, 26, 6 and 1 at 85 points, and the Guelph Storm being 36, 24, 5 and 3. With eighty
3: points. In my opinion, this is gonna be the best game of the series because it's the, the
1: best <coughs> game of the series.
3: Best game of the first round, I should say. That's what I meant. Yeah, first round. And I'm gonna take Guelph. Guelph in five.
1: This is the one where this is the one where I can see an upset happening, yeah. but I still don't think it's gonna happen. I still think I think this is one of the ones that'll go to seven. I think Sault St. Marie will take it in seven.
2: This is gonna be the one. I feel like it's gonna go down to game seven. Sue, I still think obviously as long as Sue they don't seem like they always like to blow leads, Um, but I still think Sue will take it in seven against Guelph. Yeah,
0: see, I gotta agree with you on the seven games part. We are gonna go
1: go Qualls. Okay, do
0: the upset. Okay. If there's any any series that this will have is upset. One, I
1: think this is one of the first times where I can see the top four moving on.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think that's the one series that I, I will see the upset. I can see the upset because both teams are willing to do it. It's just Guelph might have that extra it, the extra... See,
1: the, the thing is, imagine if Erie had pulled off the win against Hamilton today with Sarnia losing. They would have that eighth spot. We've seen that. We can beat Windsor. We've done it, what, three or four times this season. Like oh, I think we beat him in our home series this season. In Erie, we beat him more times than they beat us in Erie this year. Yeah. So we, we have I don't know how we did over in Windsor, but we've proven that we can beat we them. We beat them, I think we beat them like three, like once and once in Windsor at least. Like yeah. we, we've least proven that we can the beat two. them. Yeah, but so
2: I'm
0: I'm thinking if there's any any series where in the in the West that will have an upset, it'll be the Guelph Storm upset in Sudbury You think? I, yeah. I th- that's, I, that's, that's, that's the I one think that
1: I can The only one that I can see happening. even though I still don't think it if, will.
2: If, if it does, it's going to take seven. Yeah, a hard five. I think what seven it, my the question is because every su- team on
1: this this list we've seen we've seen them play multiple times yeah. this year.
2: And su- for some odd reason, I don't know why, Suze is the one team that always likes to choke the kind of like the Toronto Maple Leafs in the NHL. Always like to choke the lead, like when they're in the league.
1: Like it, they did on Thanksgiving against Erie. Yeah. It was three to one. <laughs> I think it was three nothing, wasn't it? Was it? Three no, it was three, three nothing. nothing and was er- tra- Erie scored five unanswered, and ended up winning. Steve Tangle, man. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Gotta honor honor my boy Steve
3: Tangle. <laughs> oh, no, I know. As much as we love him.
0: All right, let's move over to the East, guys. All right. So the number one team, not only in the Eastern Conference, but the number one team in the league, the Hamilton Bulldogs. We'll be hosting the Petersboro Peets. The Hamilton Bulldogs are... 50, Amber Merton? Yeah, the Bulldogs are 51-12-3-2 with 107 points. The Peets are 29-33-5-1 at 64 points. I got Hamilton in a clean sweep. This Bring your gonna brooms,
1: be a, babies. It's going yeah, to be a clean sweep. Yeah, this is going to be a clean sweep. This is another one, yeah. This is going to be a very easy sweep. I mean... Shout out to our boy Emmett Sprole, that's over in Peterborough now. But I mean, mean mm-hmm. he's done <laughs> having he's having had a, a, his career high in points this year yeah. over there. But I mean, yeah, it's they, Peterborough is not going to stand a chance against Hamilton. This is this is a, we've seen how good Hamilton is. They've beaten us every, every single time we played him this year. It's it, it's no question Hamilton's taking the series.
0: Yeah, and, and assuming everybody's healthy and, and on their game. We're gonna see a repeat. Their, their
1: starters are their starting goalie is rested. You know, Mason McTavish is rested. All, all, all their big time starters are rested.
0: Yeah, we're so. we're gonna see Hamilton handle Petersburg like Hamilton handled us. They, today.
1: they they don't start till Thursday, so they have even a couple more days of rest.
0: Yeah. Okay. Again,
1: we're gonna see. So, I mean, obviously the practice is gonna be haywire the next couple days, but you know, actual game time rest they still have a couple more days. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, again, we're gonna see the Petersburg pulling otters here. Hit, you know, I'll scored 10-2, 11-2 every single oh, game. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> probably, yeah. Probably, <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Then number two, North mm-hmm. Bay Battalion, hosted the Ottawa 67s. The, bat, the battalion is 43, 18, 3, and 4 at 93 points. And uh, Ottawa is 28, 31, 2, and 7 at 60,
3: 65 Ooh. points. This is a game, this or a series that I've, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to. But uh, I'm going to go underdogs. I'm going to take Ottawa in
0: six.
1: No. Mm. No. N- North Bay is just also really, really fucking good this year, man. I eh? know. But...
0: North Bay North Bay <clears throat> is one of the teams that we haven't seen all season just because North Bay and Kingston are just not on the schedule. But, yeah. like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: they're North, again, like Kyle said, North Bay is just too
1: good. To lose. So do you think I mean, it's most, gonna I mean, be? I mean, a, multiple
3: games. Well, do you think it's gonna be another clean sweep, or do you have like this, this one will go? I think this.
1: I think 60 will pull off one, They're one gonna, maybe two. I don't see this one taking more than six. It's it's not gonna be a clean sweep by any means. I, um, but I, I can I can see Ottawa, Ottawa pulling off one or two.
0: See, I, I feel like this series in the East is is gonna be the same as the Windsor and Sarnia game. Yeah, you know they might get a lucky bounce here and there. Might push it to six. But in all honesty, North Bay is gonna win this yeah. six at most. Yeah,
2: that's what. If I, that, that's what I'm gonna say. Is is game six for North Bay?
0: Yeah. E- even if they lose like a game five to force a game six, North Bay is just gonna come out and you know curb stop them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: On their on their home ice in game uh, six. Yeah.
0: Well, no, North. It, it's like the NHL teams. Uh, so they're gonna be in Ottawa for game six.
1: Yeah, as I said, they're gonna, North Bay is going to beat auto on their home ice. Like, on Ottawa's oh, ice. Oh, yeah. I'm That's what I meant, yeah. Embarrassment them in front of their home crowd, like kind of like Hamilton did to Erie today. <laughs> yeah. Alright,
0: the third series in the East, seventh series overall, it's going to be K- the Kingston Frontax, <coughs> excuse me, hosting the Oshawa Generals. Uh, the Frontex are currently 41, 22, 4, and 1 at 87 points. With the generals being 31, thirty-one, two and five at sixty-seven. Again, I don't see this. I don't see this going more than five or six. Again, yeah. not see not seeing Kingston how well they play or how well they move on the
1: ice.
0: Yeah, But um, yeah. but going off of you know regular season standings, um, looking at some of the stats here. Currently, the Frontex have two hundred eighty-five goals for. And a 242 goals against for so obviously a plus 43 goals, goals differential versus the generals they're at a they're 25 goals differential. Wow. So again, Kingston knows how to score. Oshawa doesn't. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: So I say five or
3: six. I agree.
1: I'll, okay. I'll say six. Say, uh, no, no, I'll say five on I'll this s- one. I'm gonna say five. Okay.
3: Yeah. I'm gonna Kinson. go. I'll go with Colin and say six. But yet again, I don't. I know hardly anything about the OHL I, like these three do. I don't follow the OHL nearly as much as I do. I mean, I'm NHL.
1: getting into it a lot more, mostly because From because of this there. podcast is what got me into the OHL a lot more. Even just into it the just, game of it, hockey it, in it general, just out with a lot more. You know, yeah, Because no. yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. When we first started this thing, I was I was more of a bi- a biased Penguins fan. You know, you know, religious. I was still a religious hockey fan, but wasn't as extremely you know religious Other into too, following right? everything. You know. I started my jersey collection because you know yep. I fell in love with a lot of different players, just you know watching them a lot more frequently and you know talking about them a lot d- during during a lot of episodes, in general. So, you know, no pun intended there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, so the last series that we're going to be going over, the Mississauga Steelheads hosting the Barry Colts. Mississauga is 37 23 twenty-three, two and six at eighty-two points, and the Barry Colts. 34,
3: 26, 6, and 1. Again, these, the bottom ones, are always the most exciting, in my opinion. I am going to take Barry in 6.
1: I'll say this is the one upset that I have in the entirety of the playoffs. I'm going to say Barry Barry squeaks this one out in 6.
2: That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to have Mississauga in 6.
1: I thought I was going to
0: be the odd man out here. Mississauga, but in 7.
1: Really? Okay. Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm going to say Barry takes this one in 6. All yeah. right.
3: Yeah, I'm, I agree with Kyle.
1: Uh, I don't I mean, I, I don't I said, well, these are a couple of teams that we haven't got to see much of this season just based on the scheduling because of COVID and everything we haven't, mm. you know, didn't, didn't spend a lot of time traveling up to the, you know, the, the Eastern Conference teams. Um
2: Hopefully next season will be a lot will be back to normal we're actually seeing every yeah. at some point every single team on, on
1: the it'll, it'll be nice to see see some new teams next year.
2: Even though you know Erie hasn't, only didn't
0: see two teams, which being North Bay and Kingston. Yeah. So I mean, really, We didn't
2: really see the 67ers either. We saw them already. Oh really? Yeah. We, we
1: didn't see Peterborough either, though. Oh, we didn't see Peterborough. Did, I don't think we, we did. We see Mississauga. Nope. I don't think we saw uh, Mississauga either. The only ones either. we've
2: seen were the Bol- Hamilton and Niagara.
1: Yeah, Hamilton and Niagara. I don't think we played Sudbury. If we did, it was very early in the season. I
3: think that was one of the preseason games. Mm-hmm. No, Sud-
1: Sudbury was only Flint and Saginaw. Oh, uh, okay. Uh. Where we beat Flint ten to one, and then Flint now is the what second pl- or third place in the Eastern Conference, won their division. <laughs> <Which is laughs> I,
2: absolutely insane. I, looking at just in general the at the West compared to the East and the West, I feel like the West has always been the toughest like conference like. Looking at um, all the teams, like, the West has been the toughest, like, division or conference, like, for all the teams. Cause like, majority of them seems like, I've looked at past years, um, playoffs, like, major- most of the West teams either go six. Normally the first round, there's at least once one or two sweeps. And then majority of them are either game six or game seven yeah. games. Yeah. The West is normal. I mean, the East is normally like sweeps or game five. I mean,
1: if, if Hamilton doesn't make it to at least the conference final, I think it's, it's a, it's a, it's an upset. Yeah. Whoever beats them is an upset if they don't make it to at least yeah, the conference yeah. final. They
2: obviously last time the Bulldogs.
1: Because they they won't have to play one of those top seeded teams such you know? as North Bay or Kingston well, until, for, until that third round.
2: Before I realized my notes were all
3: screwed up, I literally had it go into the cup, and I have Hamilton and Guelph battling out. Before this was before I realized my notes were all screwed up. You mm-hmm. only we have the fifth place Guelph.
1: I the have
0: the
3: place Well, Guelph. he had his messed up. so he, well, he, might, he might well, have he might had
1: Guelph
0: higher originally. Well, he, even still, on his own notes with London being their first round matchup on those notes, getting past London, Flint, and then Windsor.
3: Guelph is one of those teams a lot of people estimate or underestimate, and they can pull something out of their I hat mean, and pull shit off.
2: I mean. Can I say we're they're both? They're the ones that
1: beat Erie in the finals in, what, 14, right? It's,
2: it, it's been, every time the Otters have made, been, like, during the McDavid era, it was always London or Guelph that kind of got in their way to yeah. uh, making it to the
1: finals. And Erie finally got the best of, best of London in 17. So, did we beat, I don't know if we beat Guelph in that, that series, that, that playoffs was, as well. It
2: was Sarnia, first round.
1: Then London. Um,
2: London, and then who Owen
1: Sound. Was it Owen Sound? Yeah. yeah, then we went on to beat it wasn't Mississauga in five, wasn't it? Yeah, because Sarnia they 'cause I know we I know we wanted at home ice and I yeah. know it wasn't in seven, so Yeah, Sarnia they beat in five. Because we, we we were the best team in the league that year, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. Sarnia they beat in five. I mean what? London, we we were we like you can go back and look at that. Like we were the Hamilton Bulldogs of twenty seventeen. Like we yeah. had then, six, seven players that were signed to major league contracts. You know, Dylan Strom, Alex DeBrinket um with vogel Vogel, like we had multiple multiple players signed the major league contracts
0: yeah daughters round one they swept the sarnia sting uh round two they beat london seven round three they beat owen sound in In six six. and obviously erie won it all in game five round four against Mississauga. so
2: and obviously that following year the bulldogs actually beat sue in the finals the
1: so I feel like it's gonna so be just
2: interesting.
1: Off the top of your head, who's going to the finals?
3: I already said mine.
1: I you still think Hamilton and Guelph still?
3: No, no, maybe I don't know. Now that I think about it, maybe Hamilton and London. That would it's be it's a g- fun matchup. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be, that would be an up. awesome matchup. Bro. It's gonna
1: I mean, be between Hamilton. He, he, I mean, even doing the, the the top two, Windsor versus Hamilton. That. <sighs> that would still be a great. E- even go series. down to the, the other division winner, you know, not sorry, the second place. The even saying Flint in Hamilton would be a hell of a matchup. So uh, my my
0: I think either the top two from the from the east or the top three from the west would be, and uh, any one of those those combinations would be.
3: So my question for you guys is if we were if we were to break everything down. Who would be Hamilton's biggest rival? Say we had everything. The biggest chance, the biggest, biggest chance challenge. of beating Hamilton. So say, That's, I
1: like said, I think those top three either Windsor, yeah. either Windsor, London, or Flint.
3: Yeah. Windsor
0: obviously has the best chance, I think. But like, it'll still be a fun matchup regardless oh, whether it's Windsor,
3: yeah. London, or Flint. Yeah.
1: So. I would say Windsor because yeah, I think they obviously because because they're up in Ontario, they probably played Hamilton a couple times at least. Unlike Flint, who probably only played them once or twice, like Erie did because they're down down here in the US. Um, but yeah, out of those two, I think Windsor would have the better chance. Even though I think Flint might put up the better matchup because they're just not too familiar with with each other's play style. You might you might get to see a, a barn burner. You know them. Yeah. You know all of a sudden Flint you know goes out and demolishes games one and two. Hamilton comes out and demolishes them to games three and four because they've kind of you know feed fed off of their their play style and they know how to how to react to them now. But you no, know, it, it's this is tough, man. It's because seeing because well, I-, I don't. I, this is my first year religiously following the OHL. Uh, it's tough to say, but I, I'd like to see the, the, the top two, Windsor and Hamilton, duke it out.
0: My only concern is whoever plays London will steal our song.
1: Yeah, they probably will steal our song. Yeah. I hope they do. Honestly, yeah, go for it. Ta- honestly, you can have it. <laughs> yeah. Take it. I mean, we yeah, it, still.
2: It'll be no matter how many times we play London, or it's still gonna be our tradition against London. Like
1: the, like a couple of the guys, the the. The uh, overagers that we saw play their last game, Daniel D'Amato, Mike, Mike Hoffman, Brendan Hoffman, and Brendan Kishik and Brendan Sellen, all said the same exact thing. They said, We're never going to hear that song the same again.
3: Yeah.
1: They said, We're never going to say Bump, Bump, bum again. It's always going to be London Sucks for, the, the, even... for as long as we live.
0: Yeah. Mm. How like how ingrained is it? it in your brands right
1: now? Brendan right even said he even every every family gathering when that song comes on he says it under his breath and his family looks at him like he's insane. <laughs> so it's it's awesome that Erie has kind of made that a tradition. Like you know it's awesome. You know every every time I hear the song I say it, I'm I just like him I say it under we my were, breath.
3: When we were taking our Columbus trip, we were jamming to that as we were pulling into Columbus. Colin goes, "Hey guys, we're in Columbus. I have a surprise for you." And he literally sped forward to the song where it's, you know, w- where we all rolled down our windows in Columbus and yelled, London sucks! And everybody looked at us like, what the fuck are you doing here? We rolled up our window, drove to our hotel because we were fucking laughing at all these weird ass looks we were getting in our Penguins jersey yelling, London sucks. It might have been the Penguins jerseys, but. <laughs> it might have been the Penguins jerseys, but it might have been the song as well. Oh, Wednesday, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure
0: they gave us, you know half a piece of it right <laughs> oh yeah half a piece oh I was
3: sure <laughs> when we left I was for sure when we left that game people are like those kids were I, fucking assholes
1: I am tr- truly shocked that we didn't get jumped in downtown Columbus <laughs> oh, after yeah. the game
0: I'm truly happy we didn't get jumped I'm happy
1: yeah I'm just I'm truly shocked that we didn't yeah <laughs>
3: well,
1: that's probably because we had the
3: help of Boston's after 432 ounce beers <laughs> people were like oh my god they're hammered they're gonna be way too easy to jump
1: that was well we weren't Great, just good bad. times, man, good times. Great yeah. trip. Definitely <laughs> Dude, we, we didn't we not that much of an expensive trip. I think everybody no. probably spent an average of yeah. we I, I, think the, I think spent what, $100, hundred fifty a piece? The, 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 the,
2: the, the most expensive
0: thing was out of worlds in
3: Columbus. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But if you guys, yeah, if you
1: guys get a chance to go to Outer Worlds, it's I, I, don't, th- I don't think that's something we ended up talking about when we talked about our Columbus trip. That was fun. It. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Like, it's like good. a little, it, like a moving, interactive art museum. It was, it was really cool. It,
0: yeah. it was weird. Like, some parts of it were weird, but, like, they were, that like cool, kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, definitely, like, definite, I, like you have check to, it out if yeah. you're in Columbus. I well,
3: I can spoil one of the things if you want me to. It's and that's the thing a, I was, let
1: no,
0: the, that them experience
1: it. If they, I, you, you gotta experience kind of it. You I got say, it. It's well, hard to explain. Listen, that, that's the, I think, they, think that's the way they describe it. It's, it's, it's a moving, interactive art museum. Well, that's what
3: they have it as—an interactive
1: art museum. It's like like children's museum for us. Like, we dogs we all so kind of thought it, it was an escape game going in, but then when we walked in, we're like, okay, this is it. it was cool. Yeah. Like, right. you, you you could spend as much time in there as you wanted. Like you could you could have you could have spent your whole day in there if you really. Well, you spent what? An hour. An hour and a half. Yeah. It was really cool. Cool as hell. And just something we were discussing off, off, off fulfilling here. Um, we're not sure if we talked about it. I think we might have brought it up. We didn't talk about a lot of, like, the behind-the-scenes, and or not behind-the-scenes, but, like, stuff that actually happened. Colin, myself, and a mutual friend of ours, Sam, who is sitting with us right now, not not a normal member of the podcast, but she's, she's sat in here with us a couple times and just watched this bullshit and talk about whatever. Three of us took a trip, up, a one-day trip up to Buffalo for a Pangolin-Sabers game. This was, what, March 23rd? 23rd. Yeah, it was about one. Yeah, so so. two, three weeks ago. So that's why I can't remember if we mentioned anything about it during recording. Um, We might have mentioned one or two things about it, but we didn't talk in depth about it. It There's just a a lot of funny things that kind of happened both during the game, before the game. One of them, before we even got our jerseys on in the parking lot, we got flipped off. (laughs) No, it was, uh, Kyle and I were
0: staying outside the car. We were putting putting our jerseys on. And then one guy that passed us, he was giving
1: us... We, we see p- Penguins fans in the distance, and I think that's what... We screamed, let's go, Pens, and I think that's what pissed them off. Yeah. And, and just he, as he drives, just half, the, the, half, the, the, of, the, the half, half the peace sign driving uh, past uh, us. the bad
0: half of the peace sign.
1: Not <laughs> so much, <all> right. <laughs> just, just slowly driving past us. And like, we just waited like, hi. Hi. <laughs> we're those
0: dumb old Penguins fans that came up into uh
2: spoiler
1: arena. So. <laughs> yeah. Which, it, it wasn't as many Penguins fans as there was our first trip up to Buffalo, for sure. There's yeah, definitely guess, probably more more like 75 25 Buffalo Penguins this time. I, Compa- I, I compared go, to last time where it I, was like 50-50 pretty much. I would go with like uh, 70-30. Yeah, it was it was so. quite a few Buffalo Penguins. I remember it, it got damn way louder in that arena that. I mean, because Buffalo won this time. When we went Pittsburgh, destroyed. but when, so. when we went this time Buffalo, it was really loud in that. Way louder than the first time we went to that arena. I say, cuz
2: the first when we actually all went um the first time the Buffalo it was 50,
1: 15, it even. was the 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 Buckbusters plus one. Yeah. So.
0: But um. <laughs> funny thing is, so there there's a guy sitting like the section next to us.
1: To our left, like a couple rows back.
0: Yeah, and you know. I, at the beginning of the game, him and I are are chirping at each other. We're going at it, you know. yesterday.
1: there's one one point where it was, it was a little scrum between
0: Mac Matheson. I forget one of their yeah. forts. He's like, "That should be penalty." I was like, "For what? For him? Him holding you? Him down? Him? Like, what, what? What do you mean? Like, there's no penalty. It's if there's a penalty, it should go both and ways." Colin is
1: got going back and forth about the specific play for a solid two three minutes, just arguing about it why it should be or shouldn't be a penalty. And then
0: a couple a couple <laughs> minutes later, they no, Buffalo takes shot. He goes wide, and I yell. Hey, Miss Netherpod, it it's been there for a hundred years. hasn't changed. And he's like, he, he chuckles. He's like, okay, that's a good
1: one. Because I'll, I'll yeah, go that to that, you. that that was a good one. Like, and, that, and that's where like we we were talking, having small conversations with this guy the rest of the game. Very cool. Ended up being a really cool guy. He, like uh, At the beginning, we were like, oh, this, this is going to be a long game. This guy's going to be a dickhead the whole fucking game. I was like, yeah, bring it on, no, let's go. <laughs> we're, said, we were ready. Because we you and I are the two um, biggest shit talkers here. Was it <laughs> Hamilton he had season tickets Hamilton. to? Yeah. So he was a season ticket holder for OHL so too, sure, which I'm he'll, sure he'll, cool. he'll be getting to see a lot of playoffs. So um, Kind of jealous. But we got a chance <sighs> to chat with him a little bit. And this dude has a jersey collection of over 400 oh. jerseys. I only and I only have
2: six in my collection. <laughs> he was
1: saying some of some of his rare finds, and he said his next one is... He said he wants to take a trip up to Erie eventually. He's, he's a, he was originally from Niagara Falls, Ontario, and just recently moved to the New York side of, of Niagara Falls. And, you know, obviously Buffalo being, what, 20, 25 minutes outside of Niagara Falls. Not, not even. Not very, very, very close. I'm sure if you stood on top of the uh, the dome, you could probably see Niagara Falls. Um, yeah, he just ended up being a really cool guy. He said his, his next find important find he wants to get a Dylan Strom Erie jersey he said he, he pretty much all he does is he just emails teams he talks to teams he calls them and just at, puts an offer and he goes I'll pay anything I just want one that's much what, what this guy said he does and now he's up to over 400 and, and he,
0: he'll, he'll even send like, his stuff to teams like, hey can you he have you know so and so sign this or can you have so and so take a picture or whatever and, Yeah. you know they'll send it back sign or whatever and they, move, they go on their day and it's pretty freaking cool what yeah. you know, he's able
2: to do yeah, re- been, really cool. I was just tell, I was telling these guys a while back, because um, we're all we have been all slowly this, especially this season, we've been all slowly doing our jersey collection, like starting our hockey jersey collect. Um, I've told these guys like I would eventually work my way to the o, getting OHL jerseys eventually once I get some more. You know, get, NHL. Getting
1: some of my favorite OHL oh and current NHLers that were playing the OHL yeah. such you know Taylor Hall, Mitch Marner. If I had to choose a London, I'd probably go with Mitch Marner, Marner. That's maybe I, Patrick Kane, but that would be I, push. I'm do, not a huge fan of Patrick Kane, even though I'll, I have his
0: jersey. I would do Marner first, right well, before Kane. Any day of the week. Yeah.
1: Well, mm. the kind of good Kane. And, then, then, and so then Windsor, I'd probably go Taylor Hall. Um, that's probably one of the only names that I can that I can think, think of that of. I'd be willing or wanting to wanting to have. I'm sitting here
0: thinking I. So, I, I have my 20th jersey on the way.
1: I think I have my 22nd, have 23rd my, on the way.
0: I have so my 6th on the way. I have uh, 15 of them being NHL, 4 of them being OHL, and 1 of them being, being from a movie. So
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the, the Mighty Ducks jersey.
1: You have Bom- no, you have Conley, right? Conway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I have Conley's 96.
1: Yeah, the, the, the green, original Mighty Ducks logo one. Not the yeah. one from the second.
2: I have two... <laughs> currently otter's jersey one is an anniversary jersey uh, and then one's the yellow uh, yellow um script jersey they're alternate i have three penguin jerseys well one's on the way it's a f- which i'm so excited about it's a f- mark andre flurry winter um 2011 winter classic jersey
1: um, you, you have the the blue one or the dark blue one the dark blue, dark blue. the dark blue okay so the, the one i have in the tk yeah okay okay um, i thought you had the one that sam has in the the, the, the no. light blue
2: um, the reverse retro of J- uh, Jake Gensel, and then a home jersey of Sidney Crosby.
3: I have two jerseys, and I have the Jake and Bake, and
1: uh,
3: the alternate, and, the alternate the and then I have one. a blind, and then I have a home Sidney Crosby. Well,
1: honestly, you have three then, because you have the Kessler too, right?
3: Yeah, and I have the ca- I, yeah. yeah, and so, but I'm at the point when I go to arenas, not that I don't want to buy a jersey. I want something that I'm going to, you know, remember it with a little, I'm a, a memento person, not a,
1: he, yeah. I, I collect them too, yeah. hockey I pucks, too. shot glasses. So
3: my goal is I want to get a hockey puck and a shot glass from each arena we visit. Yep. And yep. I have a little shot glass collection here in the studio. And so what, what we're going to do is each place we go to, we're going to buy one for the studio. And we're going to put them in order what arenas we go to. So someday we could come back in the studio and we're going to be like, yeah, we've been there. We've been yeah, there. I'm, I'm not
1: sure what we're doing next year, but I think next year might be our first time where we try to hit two arenas in one trip. Uh-huh. So we'll, we'll, it depends on where. They probably have to be pretty, pretty close to each other, whether it be like Nashville and Carolina or um, Detroit and Toronto. Uh,
0: floor, the Florida push, the, the New York teams push, yeah. the California push, mm-hmm. the um, Alberta push, whatever yeah. it is. So yeah.
1: yeah.
0: All right, that'll do it. Another week, I think episode 28 of the 28. season.
1: 28 on the season? Yeah, I believe so. so. A little bit shorter one, but I mean, hey, it ha- happens sometimes. Always like to the, like I said, make, like said, we like to make these right about an hour. It's pretty I much right where we're at, so.
0: Mm. With Ethan, it would have been better, but, yeah. yeah. Can't wait for, for Sergeant Dumbass Only to Only got, back. what,
1: maybe maybe nine episodes left without him? Nine, ten, thirteen, that No, you gotta remember, he,
0: he'll come back. Well, technically he'll be back stateside by Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then however many episodes we do then. Yeah. Between now and then. And then whatever, however long he wants to I take mean,
1: I'm thinking. I'm thinking of this season. This season we got no more than like eight or nine left.
0: And then however we'll many. take break. However many he wants to. Like skip to uh, come back. And readjust his city life. Yeah. Anyway. You've seen us on social media. You've seen us. We're all being dumb. So. Check in. Say hi. you all on us on social media. you all on us in real life. You'll hear us from a mile away because we're loud and obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Later,